Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hello! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and we break it down whether we thought it was good or bad, and then we talk about whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Bumblebee, which is a prequel to the Transformers films, and the first of the series not to be directed by Michael Bay. The IMDb plot summary reads, On the run in the year of 1987, Bumblebee finds refuge in a junkyard in a small Californian beach town. Charlie, on the cusp of turning 18 and trying to find her place in the world, discovers Bumblebee, battle-scarred, and broken. And so as of this recording, uh, the movie currently has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sure that'll go down by the time of its release. But so far, critics seem to be on board. The movie hasn't opened yet, so we don't know what the box office is. But before we talk about Bumblebee, let's talk about this series in general. How do we feel about the previous Transformers films, starting with the first? I mean, they're hit or miss, right? The Shia LaBeouf ones where he, um, the first one, and Megan Fox and all that, I really love them as a couple, as a character. But I think, like... You loved Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox as a couple? I did. Okay. I did. Are you saying you, you, you even liked the sequel, Revenge of the Fallen? No, that's what I was going into. Like, that, that okay. movie was all okay. kinds of chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a writer's strike going on then. There I was, mean... Yeah. <laughs> I think even Michael Bay apologized for it. Yeah, that, that movie was all kinds of crazy. But you really enjoyed the first. I did. Okay. I really yeah. did. You know, the, the one thing that I have against Michael Bay... He, a couple things you well, can have against Michael Bay. <laughs> he picks these supermodels that cannot act literally, as their literally. leading ladies. And then all he does is place the camera up their rear ends. Like, there's... I mean, yeah. I'll give Bumblebee credit. Like, there was not one, like... No ass shots. No ass shots. <laughs> there was not a, like... The lead in this is the first time the lead is a, a girl. Yes. So it's trying to come from a, a, a more feminine perspective. What what does that look? She's definitely not feminine in the movie. What, her name's Char what Charlie, Charlie Charlie Wilson. I mean she she definitely I mean okay. they, they did the opposite of Victoria's Secret model. They did. Yeah. And that, I, that's And that's fine. To the movie's credit. Okay, but we we mentioned two Transformers movies. Mark Wahlberg's three ones. More. I know. There's <laughs> <laughs> the movies that Mark Wahlberg came in at, which I thought was kind of weird. Where he plays Kate Yeager, an inventor? Yeah, like, I just... It's so weird how they, like, transition into his character and, like, kind of leave Shia LaBeouf's character kind of out in the wind. Like, I... This, that series is so convoluted and... So it's, ridiculous. But awesome at the same time <laughs> because it's the Transformers. Right. I mean, they have... Uh, they have awesome, like, action scenes. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, they, they all showcase pretty spectacular visual effects and way overblown action scenes. Uh, that, that's what they're that's what they're good for. So I will say that this movie is more plot driven. Bumblebee well, is more, more plot, more character driven, more character -driven say, yeah. and and maybe less fighting. Even though there was some fight action in there, yeah. versus the Michael Bay movies where they're all 
action and no characters. No character. Yeah. Like there's it, there's literally no real characters in any of his movies. Like Sam Witwicky is barely a character. Aww. Kate. <laughs> really? I do. I love Sam Witwicky. Kate Yeager is not a character. No. Like these are not characters. This is the first Transformers movie. That has character. <laughs> yes. For sure. And actually focuses on the characters and develops the characters. Yeah, the Transformers movies, you're saying the first one's good, and then it's kind of a, a downhill slope. But the action the action keep, keeps it coming back. It works. I mean, like, you know, you go to a Transformers movie, you're not looking to see plot. No. You're looking to see robots fighting other robots. Let's be real. Do they have to be, like, two and a half hours long? Sometimes. They don't have to be two and a half Sometimes hours long. Sometimes three hours long. Man. Yeah, no Transformers movie should be pushing three hours. I agree with you on that, that one. Is, that is bonkers. How long was Bumblebee? Bumblebee was under two hours. Yes! I mean, it's... yeah. It was tight. Yeah. So let's... Yeah, let's talk about Bumblebee. I absolutely adored this movie. Yeah. I love Bumblebee. He's my favorite Transformer. I always... <laughs> I always love his character, and it... Yeah. It went into how he got his voice and how he learned to... Well, how he lost his voice. Well, and how he lost his voice, yeah. yeah. But how he learned to use the radio uh, to communicate, which I think is kind of cute. Right. I like Haley. I thought she was a little too masculine. But, I mean, that's just me. I mean, they really made her, like, grunge, you know. Like a tomboy. She works at a mechanic shop. She can fix cars. Yeah, like very yeah. tomboy. <laughs> but no, yeah, she she's presented kind of tomboyish, and that might just be in an attempt to get far away from like the cheesecake Victoria's Secret models. It's true that dominated every previous every film. single one. Oh my god! So yeah, they went in an opposite direction, uh, and we'll say this one's directed by Travis Knight. It's his first live action film. His previous movie was Kubo and the Two Strings, which is a really solid animated film. I have uh, no idea what that movie is. <laughs> You've no. seen Kubo. I put it on for you. You know Kubo. <laughs> But anyways, but is that with the magic guitar? It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. That but, was cute. Yeah, Kubo. Yeah, very solid animated film. That's his previous credit. So he's he, he's he has some experience, but this is his first live action movie. His first big budget. He did a pretty good job for his first big budget action. Well, you can actually see the action. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's one complaint you could say about the Michael Bay versions is that they're so chaotic and overblown. But sometimes you can't even like process what's happening. It's true. In those movies. <laughs> and, and the actual visual effects are animated so quickly in those movies with the camera moving so fast. This movie actually like locks it down. You get close up angles. Yeah. You can actually see them transforming. And the action is not nearly as chaotic and overblown. Yeah. I mean, that's like they had to do something. Like all those Transformers movies were becoming the same. Yeah. So they, yeah, they made the right changes, for sure. They did. And, you know, the one thing that I really loved about this is Bumblebee. And maybe that's because we have two dogs. But, like, I really felt like... He was like a cute dog. With the mannerisms yeah. of a dog, you know, scared in the corner or, you know, fighting fiercely for for the person who helped them and who is, is helping them cope with what's going on and is, fixing them. 
I agree. This is the first time that uh, uh, I would argue that we've seen Bumblebee as an actual character. Yeah. And not just like someone who pops up and like has a radio quip. Like in this one, they actually develop his character a little bit. And the way his his character develops with Charlie. Yeah. And their relationship. So how everything happens is they're doing this war on... It kicks off on Cybertron. Cyber, Cybertron. Yeah. And... Which is pretty awesome. It's so that cool. Was, that was like a throwback to the 80s ca- cartoon. Yeah. I, I honestly think anyone who loved the 80s cartoon... But is going to love this. But this... was disappointed by the Michael Bay movies. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who are like, this is not Transformers. What? What is this? It's like, yeah, I mean, have you seen Bad Boys 2? This is what the guy does. <laughs> Michael Bay's movies don't really resemble the 80s cartoon that much. No, they don't. This movie does. Yes. In, in a lot of key ways, and I think people will like that. The soundtrack on this, I, I'm a big 80s fan. It never lets you forget that it's in the no, 80s. No, <laughs> but it's awesome. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, so back to what I was saying. So this movie started on Cybertron, and they're fighting the Decepticons. You know, a couple key players end up picking Earth as their... It's um, Optimus who picks Earth, right? Well, Optimus, yes. He sends Bumblebee. He sends Bumblebee to... Kind of scout it out. Scout it out um, and kind of make sure that the Decepticons don't find where they are. Here's where I get confused on the timeline. In the last Transformers movie, it shows Bumblebee fighting in World War II. Do you remember this? I do remember this, and I don't know where this comes from. So, but this movie kind of presents it like this is their first trip to Earth. Yeah. What are we doing? I didn't even think about that, but yes. Because <laughs> you definitely, they filmed a scene in the last movie. It was only a year ago. I know. Where Bumblebee is blowing away Nazis in World War II. And Anthony Hopkins even says, like, he helped turn the tide in World War II. It's insane. It's not that hard. Like, maybe just, they just, just know your took, continuity movie. I mean, maybe they just took that last movie and said... You mean that last movie that came out a year ago? I, I don't think people are really, like, that in tune. I think when they were making The Last Night, they knew that they were planning a Bumblebee spinoff. So why would they have that scene where Bumblebee is fighting against the Nazis? <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll... Figure something else out. I'm just watching these movies as they're presented. Like, I'm that's just asking not, questions. But, but honestly, that's something that you will notice, but not the majority of Americans or moviegoers will notice that. I think anyone who saw the last film... I didn't even realize that until you just now pointed it out to me. And I saw the last film with you in theaters. So I guess moving on... <laughs> Uh, So the continuity is a little... It it doesn't even really have much continuity, I guess, with the Michael Bay movies. It's kind of its own thing. It's its own thing. Its own entity. I would just have people... It barely even resembles them. It doesn't even resemble them because I feel like Michael Bay used a lot of green screen, whereas this one wasn't green screen. I mean, some of it was, but I felt like a lot was on set or like there was a house, there was a location, there was something that they used... Instead of, you know, being in front of a green screen. I think Michael Bay does a lot of practical stuff. Might be thinking like George Lucas. No. (laughs) I'm not. Okay. Well, also, the story is more grounded. Like, it's not... It's It's not not off the wall. Like, a lot of Michael Bay's movies are off the wall. Right, right. 
This movie is grounded. This one could be like it could happen tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's scaled to a human, very relatable human level. My question, though, is when we get to Sam Witwicky's. Okay, so this is going back to continuity, right? You know, I'm thinking about this now. Yeah, it doesn't hold up. So in Bumblebee, they have the whole thing is him preventing the two uh, the Decepticons from transmitting to the other Decepticons that they were on Earth. Right. But in the first Transformers movie with Sam Witwicky, yeah, Decepticons were already here. Were they already? Yeah. Us? Because you remember the little robots, the small one, the small robots. No, I guess you're right. The first scene is that helicopter coming in and yeah, then transforming they, and then murdering everyone. Yeah. So it's, they knew. The Decepticons were already here, yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's another Bumblebee adventure where, like, he blows it. <laughs> <laughs> and the Decepticons, like, take up root on Earth. The continuity does not make sense. Well, and, well, I guess that puts a big, you know, kind of a hole in the story, too. In this like, story... Well, well, yeah. Only if you compare it to the other. Yeah. On its own, it's On fine. its own, it's great. Yeah. If you're doing a series or building a franchise, continuity should be like your number one priority. Yeah. I mean, TV showrunners do it every day, week to week. <laughs> like, can't be that hard to keep a story on track. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> but I will say in this movie, this, it's the first Transformers, so they have a female lead. Yeah. Which is a nice, uh, nice change of it's pace. It's a nice change of pace. Haley did a great job. It's funny, just reading the synopsis where it's like, you know, she's on the cusp of 18. And then I remember like, she was, she made a movie called The Edge of 17. Yeah. <laughs> she's been on The Edge of 17 for, for a, couple, a long time. A couple yeah. of years now. <laughs> but she, she's t- she looks young. I mean, she, yeah. can, she can do it. So she, She's a good actress. And she's a great singer. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and Pitch Perfect, she sings. Well, Pitch, but she's also she's she has mainstream um, songs out there. Nice that you would know. That I would know. That you would know if you looked her up. Like I've heard them. You've heard them. Yes. Okay. All right. So I I did like that. I I mean, so she she's brought into this love interest, and the love interest is a little awkward. But I mean, it's eighteen years old. I don't remember being that awkward around boys at eighteen. But the young dude, her neighbor. Who's Memo who's... is the name of her neighbor. Memo. Is that, is that the character's name? That is the character's <laughs> name. Is Memo. Sorry. WTF. Memo. Like this is what you know. You know my office gets memos. Yes, I don't know how. So you're talking about uh, Memo, her her neighbor who's crushing on her, played by Jorge Lendenberg Jr. <laughs> yes. I think they probably could have recast him, to be honest. Is it the actor or just the way the character's written? I think it's the way the character's written. I mean, he right. didn't really need to be there, but... Probably not. Yeah, that stuff isn't... Uh... I mean, it could have been... He, his character could have been replaced by an older brother or, like... She doesn't need a, a romance. I agree. No. The dumbest scene, I'll tell you, is when they're on the cliff and her crush, like, jumps off a cliff... And everyone's kind of pressuring her to do it because she was a high diver. She was like this award-winning high diver. It's like, come on, jump off this cliff. And she's like, "Mm, I don't think I want to jump off this cliff. That was a really dumb scene. Yeah. (laughs) That was a scene that she probably could have taken away. uh, That's a terrible scene. Like, that scene makes no sense. No. (laughs) 
Like, why are they going to this cliff? Like, oh, wait. Like, this is your one chance to look cool, and you blew it by jumping off a fucking cliff. That there was no way for them to get back up? Right. Like, no, you did the right thing, Haley. Yeah. Like, what are, what are we talking about here? That was that was dumb, but that I mean that's a brief little yeah. little interlude. But other than that, I really thought this was a very cute movie. I think it was a great date night movie. It is, yeah, it is a good date movie. Um, I think that it had a mixture of action, drama, and some you, some romance. If, I'm like, if you want to call it romance, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I really liked um, in particular was. You know, in the beginning of the movie, and this is kind of like the character detail that, you know, we were talking about, the her dad dies, and um, the mother is remarried at this point, and you think that he's, you know, kind of a, a douchebag in the beginning, but he really comes through at the end and yeah. supports her and her brother, yeah. and I, I really, you know, kind of felt, you know, like pulling for him. Yeah, uh, he, he's not a bad guy. And that whole family dynamic, the way that's presented, that felt really Spielbergian to me. Yeah. Like the 80s Amblin kind of Spielberg. The whole movie kind of channels that in a way that none of the other Transformers movies have, even though Agreed. Spielberg's a, an executive producer on them. Uh, but it does. it has that 80s Amblin kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I think it, I think we both liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked the '80s yeah. aesthetic. I liked I liked the music. I thought the action was good without being overblown, like it has been in the previous movies. So all around, I think it's a winner. And it's also the first Transformers movie that I think the whole family yes. can see. Like the other ones, because of it those was really lo- sexualized. The other ones, be, well, they have yeah, sex, sexualized humor and like those leering up the ass shots. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you take your kids to see those. You know, you're watching like like what's going on? This this movie doesn't have any of that awkwardness. Uh, it's it's totally appropriate for like for young people, old people. Uh, I think. It, most it's a great anyone, family family movie that everybody will enjoy. I think yeah, I think most people would get mm-hmm. would find something entertaining out of it, even if you're not into Transformers. Yeah, I think the characters are compelling. Yep, agreed. And that'll do it for Bumblebee. You can find more episodes on birdseyefilm.com as well as iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Twitter at DN Movie Podcast. You can also email us at date night movie podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening.